Welcome to The Pemberley Podcast, a podcast where we discuss modern-day Jane Austen adaptations. Now covering Emma Approved, I'm Jillian Davis. I'm Yolanda Rodriguez. Keep up with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Pemberley. You can help support our running costs on patreon.com slash thepemberley. And if you have any questions or comments, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Pemberley Podcast. This week, we're going to start out by talking about a new show that we actually went to a screening for recently called I Ship It. It's great. And it's actually, is it, how new is it? Because this is the second season. Well, season two is recently out on CWC. And by the time this episode goes up, I think you'll still have a couple days <laughs> to watch uh, season two. But this show has been through different iterations already. It's created by Yuling Kuang, and she initially created it as a short film through New Form Digital five years ago now. Yeah, that's what they said in the panel. that short film starred Mary-Kate Wiles and Sean Persaud, and it's about this girl who's doing Harry, Harry Potter songs, like nerd rock songs, and it's this really funny, relatable uh, short film all about being a fangirl, basically. And she's going through this breakup and kind of using nerd rock to get through it. And then the show got picked up for a full season by CWC. They did kind of the longer version of that a short film with new people, new cast. And now we have season two, which is a new iteration again of the show, but more personal to Yulene, writing fan fiction. And this main character now, uh, Ella, happens to get a job on like her favorite TV show ever that she writes fan fiction for. It is quite amazing. We got to see four episodes at the screening. And then there was a panel afterwards with Yulene and the editor and the director and, and the, the star. star. Yeah. I was, going, I was like going down the row <laughs> yeah. in my head. And uh, it was very fun. And there was popcorn and candy and I dug for Kit Kats. It's a really great show. Um, and if you're not able to watch it on CWC within the next few days, uh, it's going to be on the CW later this summer. So On can... television. Yeah, which is really exciting. Yeah. So go check it out. It's very much our thing and so we hope it is your yeah. thing <laughs> yeah it's fandom culture so we're, we're sure you'll like it too yes speaking of fandoms yeah we can just jump into our fandom the whole the whole reason for our podcast yeah. yes let's jump into that emma approved yeah <laughs> so previously on emma approved we found out that senator james elton has become engaged to caroline lee of the lizzie bennett diaries and they want Emma approved to plan their engagement party. Which uh, was a surprise to all of us again. Yeah, no, it <laughs> to was... To see Caroline. It was really very thrilling to see... I don't want to say beloved, but we sort of all loved hating her. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. A beloved v- antagonist. I don't want to say villain, but a beloved antagonist. Uh, yeah, I don't know why it came to mind. You know, with like The Bachelor, they bring back people like all of the time. And there's that one guy. Chad? No, I'm, this one guy, like they... he. Was was on two different seasons and then they made him the bachelor ari no <laughs> there's so many there's so many oh, guys no. but he was like a villain oh boy oh my gosh wait um juan pablo no oh, i don't even know <laughs> nick, nick vile <gasps> nick well, it's funny because he got it's, rejected twice yeah. and so we all like loved him right but you're right he was I forget why he was antagonistic. <laughs> I just like that. I was 
describing a general description and yeah, there are multiple I people know. who fit that but the thing is they made him such a villain in the t- the two seasons he was a contestant in and then when he was the bachelor they made him like obviously like the best guy ever and mm-hmm. you know it's like interesting to see like caroline who we know as a villain mm-hmm. come back and she's still a villain oh yeah she her character is pretty it's a steady train. Yeah. It doesn't move. She yeah, does yeah. not deviate. Like, we are not seeing a different Caroline. No, it's not a new side of Caroline. And she's, like, nicer. And she's learned her ways. And no. <laughs> it's, like, same Caroline, new world. Yeah, exactly. Which is which is great. Because, like, um, you know, like, last episode, we talked about how because this woman who the senator is engaged to is not Harriet, we were all very prepared to hate her. Mm-hmm. And now it, it wasn't even any effort put into it. Like, well, we already it, don't like her. It's interesting because we could have been proven wrong, right? We could have been like, oh, we'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, maybe she is a, a great person and we're going to grow to like this new woman for the senator. But it's like we see Caroline, we're like, no, not mm-hmm. her. <laughs> yeah. She's like the dark, evil twin version of Emma, which yeah. we oh will we'll, which yes. we'll get into later. Yeah. We should probably start with uh, yeah. episode 43, To New Heights, written by Tracy Bitteroff. We just start out with Emma laying out the fact that she and Harriet are now working for Caroline and she knows it's not going to be fun and it's not going to be pretty but they're going to be professional and grin and bear it and get a lot of character. It's something that Emma did not want to do but it's like Knightley made her see like no we need a client and this is a great opportunity and we should do it despite whatever feelings you may have about this so we need the money basically. I feel very bad for Harriet because she just got this promotion and Emma's trying to use her, you know, she's like using her for a lot of research and she's sort of starting to take lead on this project. And it becomes apparent very soon that Caroline is not remotely interested in Harriet touching her engagement party. No, no. She is presented first as like the assistant. She's like, you know, the call button to like intercom over to Emma, be like, your guest is here, that sort of thing. So maybe it is the dynamic in which she's introduced to to Caroline as well. It's like, Mm -hmm. she's the office assistant and she's going to help plan my extravagant engagement party. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's going on here? So maybe there is like mixed communication about that. But I think that Caroline also just doesn't want to see her as anything other than than just low status. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Emma does again check in with Harriet like, we're about to do this. You ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Harriet, I mean, she bought new high heels. She seems to be like ready to go and she's yeah. moving past whatever heartbreak happened or, you know, bottling it all up and just moving forward because she wants to prove that. And Emma tells her like, you earned the position, but mm-hmm. like Harriet's still wanting to prove herself. We are a team and I cannot do this without you. So I need you to push all those feelings aside and press forward. Don't do it for you. Do it for the job. I would like to take this moment to insert a John Mulaney joke that struck me when I saw this because, you know, Emma was just like, we have to suck it up and we have to be really professional. And it made me think of the John Mulaney joke where he talks about being Irish and how the Irish mentality is, I'll just keep all my emotions right here, then one day I'll die. (laughs) Don't worry, I will post that in the WordPress page so you all can enjoy it. I feel like for Harriet, though, she has had time in in a different way to the (laughs) Mulaney joke. She has had time to process through all of it. So I think she is being very mature in how she's approaching this new client, new task, because she she got a great uh, new title. So she wants to prove herself. And she does that by having this giant binder filled with popular themes, more very niche, quirky themes, Mm -hmm. which she presents one of those to Caroline as a 
gold rush. You know, you find a nugget of love. Literally a nugget. Gold nugget. Yeah, the way... It's one of those themes that, like, if you have to over-explain it, it's probably not a good theme. I think it's going to be good for someone someday. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. One day, like, the second Harriet said, and some quirky but still elegant, I was like, quirky is not even a word no. that remotely touches Caroline no. Lee. <laughs> so I'm thinking that's going to be great for someone someday, but not Caroline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could immediately see Caroline's face in, like, the binder and looking at Harriet and the California gold theme was just like the last nail in the coffin of like, get this assistant away from me. Go get my coffee. <laughs> she was like, not nice. Like, no. it's so interesting because like she does. She looks disgusted to be sitting next to Harry. Yeah. Like, I'm always a little interested what they're sitting like if they're on a bench or something in I front of the camera. There is a behind the scenes video, but it is a bench that they're sitting on. I don't know how that makes sense in an office setting, <laughs> but it's like, a Production-wise, they're, they're on a bench. And she just doesn't look happy to be sitting next to Harriet. No. And she's like, she's really undermining, like, you know, I get that that's not a theme that's good for her, but she's no. like, un- she's like, oh, that's cute. Oh, I feel like I'm in history class. And she's yeah. like, get me a latte, 120 degrees. Yeah. It was one of those fancy lattes with soy and other stuff. Yeah. Well, she keeps kind of turning to Emma to be like, I didn't know we were in history class, like trying to make jokes with Emma about Harriet, but Emma's not having it. Yeah. So it's just like Caroline wa- really wants to be like best friends or like make a best friend out of Emma, but like Emma does not like her. So they're mismatched. And I don't Caroline doesn't see that yet, so. Or she sees it and she's like, oh, good. She doesn't like me. I'm going to keep barreling (laughs) through. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I feel like we need to mention a very important detail. She came in and she was like, oh, Emma, like, I'm so happy that you're planning this. However, I am a very good party planner. I once threw a huge bash for my brother's birthday party. It was very memorable. Everyone in the comments were like, well, well, well. We know that party. <laughs> what could have happened at that party? What ever could have gone awry? Yeah. yeah, the only reasoning we get for Emma approved planning this engagement party is that Caroline is the bride and she doesn't want to do any of the grunt work. And I guess James just highly recommended Emma approved. So there's that. She almost demeans the work. She's like, I'm the bride. Like, it's almost like she's downplaying Emma's services. and Yeah, well, I think she's like, I'm so good at it. Why should I have to do it? I don't know. I don't know what she's really trying to say there. Well, what we'll kind of like get into next is she is low-key planning this because even though she allows Emma and Harriet to do the work of presenting ideas to her, she's like, actually, I already know the theme. I already know the color scheme. I already know this. I already yeah. know that. Like, she already knows what she wants. She just wants them to, like, book it and, like, like... Again, it's its own thing, but like... I guess like she she's able to just like go in and say, I want this, 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 and it's up to them to actually execute it. You know, that is two different things too. It's great that she knows what she wants, but she's like being really coy, I guess, about like saying what she wants because she already knows. She's kind of just wasting their time and being like, and doing all that work to like pull out themes or pull invitation examples when she's like, no, I want this, this, and this. And why didn't you think of that? So it is like demeaning them and the work they're doing. I think that she's enjoying watching them run around in circles for her. I think that she's sort of on a power trip. It's also, ooh, yeah. Like the customer, like the client is always right kind of thing. It is a rich person thing to just expect someone to know exactly what you want, even though they've met you for the first time. Mm -hmm. And that's just the life they have. And what's interesting about this, like, 
back and forth with Caroline is that she's like, I want this location. Like, she wants a Mediterranean theme. And she wants, like, mm-hmm. Deep Burgundy to be the theme. And she's got, like, locations in mind. And Emma, at every turn, is kind of like, that was a suggestion Harriet came up with. Yeah, and she keeps so she's typing like, oh, Harriet. Good, whatever. Like, and Caroline doesn't care that that was eventually going to come up. Right. Because it's not like, I guess it's kind of showing they're not, like, off base. Like, she, they're coming up with ideas that she would have liked. She just enjoys watching them put in all of this work to impress her when she already knows what she's going to go with. I think the difference, too, for her then is, like, you have, say, like, ten options. And, yeah, maybe one of them is the right one. But, like... Who's to say you would have picked that one for her? So she's mm-hmm. like, no, that was my first and only option. Why did you bother finding these other nine yeah. sort of things? Yeah, so. it's infuriating. Yep. <laughs> I see why Emma is like really pissed off. And she ends the episode by saying she's going to go stop by Al's office to uh, to chat. I was clutching my pearls when she Al. said that. I was like, Al? Like, who? I was almost, for half a second, I was like, is this a new character? Who is this? Because <laughs> it's not Alex's name. Yeah. She shortened a four-letter name. Yeah. Which we don't know if it, Alex's full name is Alexander or if it's just Alex. But yeah, she just shortened it to Al, would, which enrages Emma. <laughs> I would like his real name to be Alexander. So he has the same name as Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Knightley. Alexander Knightley. Kind of works. It kind of, it can, it can it work. Can, we, we can make it work. We're making it, we're force feeding it to work. <laughs> it's funny because she's like, I'm going to go hang out with Al. And in the last episode, she literally like doesn't even shake Knightley's hand. Right. She's just like, she doesn't Hello. acknowledge him. I know. So I don't know what, what her new, I think she's just like, she's comfortable now. She's like getting a hang of the dynamics and she's like, I'm going to go screw around. Yep. And, pretty much. Uh, I'm, this is my playground now. Yeah. I think. I'm surprised that she didn't just leave, too, and, like, make Harriet come back with the coffee and be like, well, too late. (laughs) Yeah, or, like, this is 119 degrees. Yeah, something (laughs) like that. So with that, let's go into the next episode, episode 44, A Little Too Familiar, written by Tracy Bitteroff. Emma starts out by saying that she uh, has opinions about Caroline, and it doesn't seem like she's going to complain about her, but then Emma's like, wait, this is my documentary, and starts to complain about Caroline. You've got to complain about the clients in your documentary. (laughs) She's like, she's so snobby, especially about her coffee choices, and she's just the worst. And what's surprising to me is that she even points out that uh, she's surprised that the senator chose Caroline. In the end, I was hoping that the senator would find someone who would bring out the best in him. Harriet would have done that. But now I'm afraid that Caroline Lee will bring out the absolute worst. Do we think that? Or do we think that they are equally matched for each other? Because he is awful and (laughs) in his own ways. Mm -hmm. And she is also awful in her own ways. So maybe they're the right match for each other. Maybe she just saw the senator as a better man than we think he is. I was thinking the same thing because when Emma was sort of matching Harriet and the senator, she was thinking like Harriet is very soft, very nurturing, very encouraging, and she could be like a really good compliment to him because she's so many things that he is not. Do you you think then she saw him as a compliment or she saw him as like someone who could also push him? Well, that's what's interesting because like I feel like when you sort of couple up, it can go one of two ways. Either you're like exactly the same person or you guys are so different, but it's like those differences that make you guys 
sort of complement each other. Yeah. And so I think that Emma, what Emma had in mind was someone who was not like him so that they could be like a sort of yin and yang situation. But what he did instead was like basically choose his female counterpart. Yeah. I think there are certain parts of their relationship that that will totally work. They're going to kill at parties. They're going to be known <laughs> as a power couple. And because that's what's important to them. Right. I think that'll help sustain you know, the parts where maybe they rub each other the wrong way because they are the same. Yeah, the public image will be impeccable. Yeah. But, like, privately, who knows? <laughs> yeah. No, they're, like, trying to be, like, the next generation of Kennedys. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, yeah. I think that they kind of don't mind the drama. In fact, I think sure. they love... They literally, like... You know, they just got engaged and he's like, ha ha ha, who's the best place to plan my engagement? Let's go screw up the woman who rejected me. Like, Let's they throw that This is a face. game to them. If yeah. he had, like, been engaged to Harriet, that never would have happened, you know? Right. Are they good for each other? I think they deserve each other. <laughs> they deserve each other. <laughs> like, right. I, I think they like the games. I think they like the drama. Yeah. I think they love the ambition. And so in that regard, if that's, like, what they true, if that's, if that's where their true values lie, yeah. yeah, they're great for each other. Who knows? Maybe they'll break off one day and then their second spouses will be more like their opposites and they'll be like, I can't believe this is what I was missing. I don't Who know. Knows? Maybe they'll be redeemed one day. Maybe they will be redeemed. Maybe they'll just get bored of yeah. messing up with people's lives. Who knows? I don't know those kind of people. No, I, they're on they're TV characters. Yeah. So that's how yep, I know. Exactly. Like Desperate Housewives. All that kind of stuff. I haven't seen that show, but sure. It was a good show. <laughs> The last point that Emma brings up that annoys her so much is that Caroline calls Alex Al. That's still happening. Yeah, it's still happening because she says it's something that, like, you should only call someone that if you're more familiar with them and if you've earned it sort of thing. And no one calls him Al, so why is she even calling him any nickname sort of thing? It's a power move, I think. Yeah. Like, I'm going to invent a nickname for you, even though no one else calls you that. Yeah. I don't know if Alex is bothered by it. He might be being called Al. Like, Like, because I think to him, Caroline is part of the task at hand. Yeah. So he kind of does, he's like, it's so much easier for him to turn a blind eye to the comments and the power moves and her He doesn't see it as petty. No, he's just like, well, if she wants to do this she's the client we are serving the client next like it just doesn't bother him he's very focused he's like we're getting her money we are getting money for the company yeah this is part of the job so no one's getting hurt so yeah you just have to deal with it pretty much he's just good at shunning that the other thing that comes up then when caroline arrives is about venues and again Mm -hmm. this time harriet is not there but emma brings up the fact that harriet found all these great venues they're highlighted they're color-coded and everything is ready to go but caroline shuts the binder and is like i already have a venue in mind it does happen to be one that's part of the list but again too many options it's like you should have presented maybe like the top three options not 50 or something so Mm -hmm. even though it was on their list caroline's still not like impressed by harriet in any way because she could have found like a random obscure venue too that would have been awful so it's like Mm -hmm. comparing the two things yep it just sucks that because i i do love that emma is really vouching for harriet you know like she's not saying you know we or i found this she's like harriet found this and she's backing it up and she's repeating herself yeah she's just overall she's trying to be a a good boss and a good friend and caroline is just making that very difficult by overlooking all the compliments yeah the venue that caroline wants 
Emma is very familiar with. She's like, that's a historical place that they actually only do a few events a year and like kind of don't get your hopes up sort of thing. So I like this passive aggressive power moves that are trying to happen right now because Emma's almost saying like, well, you guys may not be important enough to book this venue. But then Caroline is like, well, he's a senator, so he can pull some strings. And then Emma kind of goes back and is like, well, no, I know their PR person. Like, don't mm-hmm. worry about it. So it's like, again, like just the tricks and games that they're playing without actually saying anything or like just yeah. being very passive about all of it. Very, very passive aggressive. But that's when Caroline does say is more direct with Emma being like, no, like this whole thing. I wanted to work with you. Like, it's cute that you're trying to bring Harriet into all of this, but, like, I want to work with you, Emma Woodhouse. What's interesting is I'm kind of surprised that Emma's never had an assistant before because she does do a lot of her administrative tasks herself. Mm -hmm. And so I do get that that's why she's sort of earned the reputation that she does have. But what's interesting about her saying, you know, Caroline just sort of plays it as, I understand Harriet's, like, your little side project. And I know you want to help her. Like, she's... She's almost viewing this as like a, I don't want this to be a pity help situation. I want the best. And if you're not going to give it to me, then I'm not going to be happy. And what's also interesting about that is she's like, yeah, we were over at the Fairfaxes the other mm-hmm. day. And it's so cramped and it's so this. And it's like she's making fun of Maddie Bates's yeah. like, living arrangements. Yeah. And she's like, I can't believe Jane is like able to stand it. I need to get her a man so that she can move out. And it's gr- this like... This is actually so perfect. This is, I love how well done this is because Emma has done the same thing in the past. It's it's exactly what she did to Harriet where she's like, I see you, you small nugget of a person. I can make you better. I can (laughs) make your life better with just a twist here and a tweak there and a mention here and a recommendation there. Like I can do all these things and then like make your life better. She kind of doesn't want Jane to be helped, but she also doesn't want to see someone else doing her job. Yeah, not so much doing her job. I don't know because I I don't think Emma's ever seen Jane as someone like to improve like their competition, you know? No, but I guess just mean like in general. Like she doesn't like the way Caroline is talking about Jane. And that's how when she starts low-key defending Jane, she's like, well, Jane's only there temporarily. Jane's doing great on her own. You don't need to be in a relationship to be happy being single is fine and and going on and on about that but the way that caroline is talking about jane is the way that we have heard emma talking about harriet i just like remember when b mart was in the picture and they're like she's like she they're just so ill-suited harriet needs someone for this harriet needs someone for that and it's kind of like the same thing like jane or like uh, harriet didn't really need anyone all along like maybe like go with the right person when they come along naturally but like it's just, it's very amusing to me that, like, she complains about Jane Fairfax and the second Caroline is like, oh, I think I could make her life better. It's just, like, there's several, there's a lot of layers happening yeah, there. And yeah, I, yeah. I love every single flaky layer. <laughs> and then before Caroline leaves, she kind of leans into Emma. She's like, so, what's going on between you and Al? And we're like, whoa! Who's Al? <laughs> Who's this new guy? Oh, it's well, Alex. It's so direct. It's mm-hmm. so, like, we haven't seen someone, like, just outright ask, like, what's going on between you two? And Emma immediately is like, what? Nothing. There's nothing going on between me and Knightley. And she says it like she means it. She's yeah. not doing oh, it yeah. in, like, a... It is a defensive way, but she's not covering anything up. She's like, oh, who, me? <laughs> they don't know they're perfect for each they other. They don't know yet. Yeah. And I think this might be, like, the first time it, that idea is being planted or, like, sincerely planted in Emma's mind, too. I love that line Caroline has, though, where she says, What happens when some young, independent woman comes out of nowhere? Just snatches them right out of your fingers. 
How's that going to make you feel? And the look in Caroline's eyes, like she just flashed back to Darcy and Lizzie. Yep. <laughs> and she was like, anyone, anyone could just come up and snatch him. Your years of work. <laughs> years of hard work and training. Yeah. And beating him into blind submission doesn't work because <laughs> some girl with a camera... <laughs> Just strolls on in and takes him. Doesn't even put in any work. They hate each other. (laughs) You think that's fine. I do love that. It's funny. Like, I do love seeing that Caroline is still a little wounded from losing Darcy. Do we hope and pray that Darcy and Lizzie Bennet people are going to be at this engagement party? Because here's the thing. Bing has to come. Because he's the brother. that's right. Which means Jane has to go. But Darcy's like a lifelong family friend. Like, he kind of has to come. And if he gets a plus one, and I feel like when you get to this age and the status, you get a plus one. Yeah. Lizzie's got it. Like, she's going to have the Bennett sisters at her engagement party. I'm sure they went. But because Emma's world, like, they're not, they don't intersect really with that specific circle, I don't think she was concerned about, you know, and we're not at the engagement party yet, but like, it's very possible that they walked by Emma Woodhouse and we'll never know. We'll never, we'll just, I feel like we should come up with our own episode where we invent all the conversations and all the everything that happened at this engagement party between the characters. Like they would have been impressed with Emma's party planning but they would have been like but this is caroline's party this is our avengers endgame <laughs> <laughs> everything's coming together everyone's meeting each other and hanging out and they're we whatever can, we can try to do that we can imagine what the party would have been like i could go the, on for hours with the darcy's the bennett's that'd be so and, amazing uh, lee's the Eltons. All of them. All of them. Then it kind of ends on Emma going into Knightley's office and complaining, but he's like, no, you're actually the same person and you don't see it, but you are the same person. She is doing to Jane <gasps> what, what you did to Harriet. <gasps> She's exactly like you. I'm very glad that we had that moment because I feel like we all kind of saw it happen, but I do feel like it's like a blink and you'll miss it kind of thing because... I I think the biggest difference between Caroline and Emma is Emma genuinely wants to make people's lives better and Caroline wants to appear magnanimous. Mm. And so to me, that's the biggest difference. So in a way, it's like blink and you'll miss the, the fact that they're the same person. So I really like that Knightley lays it out for us. Like yeah, yeah, you yeah. both see people and you're like, I can change you and make your life better and I know it's best for you and... Yeah. I'm glad he was there for that. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to see more of what it's like for Emma Prove to uh, plan the Lee and Elton engagement party. Uh, with that, let's go to the comment section where we read original YouTube comments from when these episodes first aired, starting with episode 43. Amethystic95 says... Quoting Caroline, I once threw a huge bash for my brother's birthday party. It was very memorable. Translation, I once concocted a convoluted plan to break up my brother and his girlfriend, but his girlfriend's sister figured out my evil scheme and the two of them eventually got back together. Also, to add insult to injury, the sister started dating this guy I really liked. I'm still kind of bitter about it. That's exactly. That's that's an exact translation. That's that's what it is. (laughs) Karina Leon says, how did they even manage to make Caroline twice as rage-worthy? What? Yeah. I that mean, was in all caps. Blau J says, For all the people hating on Caroline because she looks down on Harriet, well, Emma did the same thing with Martin. Oh, oh my gosh. That's right. Mm-hmm. We saw it happen. Ugh, that's right. Yep. 
The way she was like, oh, you uh, you uh, play poker and you have cheese. And you watch birds or You whatever? are not worthy of anything. <laughs> you have no ambition. Get out of Harriet's oh, life. no, that's right. Just different ways. Different yep, ways. Different methods. Dasha200698 says, I almost started crying when Emma came to Harriet's defense. She's like a sister to her. It's the sweetest thing. Episode 44, Artichoke Hunter says, as much as I want Emma and Alex to get together, I hate that it makes Caroline right. I hate that too. Because she's like, what's happening between you two? Like she, Well, she sees it already. She sees it. Susie S85 says, but what happens when some young independent woman comes out of nowhere? Ooh, the venom. <laughs> History behind that. Uh, Lizzie Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Classics Fan 10 says... Am I the only one who doesn't hate Caroline? Granted, I certainly don't think she's a very nice person, but she's so entertaining to watch. It's also a little satisfying to see Emma knocked down a peg. Even though Emma is not passive-aggressive like Caroline, Knightley accurately observes that she does exhibit a lot of the same habits. Controversy. Yeah, I mean, she is just evil Emma, basically. <laughs> she's but, like her evil twin. <laughs> yeah, When you do, like, directly compare and you write it down, it's like, yeah, the way Emma talked down to Martin or, like, kind of shooed him away is the way that Caroline is talking down to Harriet. And the way that Caroline is trying to match Jane Fairfax with someone is the same way that Emma was matching someone for Harriet. So there's a lot of similarities. Yeah, it's kind of freaky. Yeah. (laughs) In a different world, they may have been best friends. I do like, we kind of, we missed that part, but... In episode 44, once they kind of feel like they've wrapped up with planning, Caroline does want to go shopping with Emma and she wants to be like, come on, let's just get out of here and like let the little people do the work and we can just enjoy our day. But Emma is having none of it. So I know. I think that maybe in like 15 years, Caroline's going to calm down a little (laughs) bit and then they can be friends. Maybe they'll go shopping then. Then they'll go shopping for like pantsuits or whatever they wear at that age. Yeah. I'm eager to see... How this all, because I, I kind of, I remember some drama that's about to happen, but. I don't remember anything. I, yeah, so it'll be a huge surprise for you. Yeah. There's this one scene that's hard to watch, but like Alex saves the day. Oh. What? Um, <laughs> but, so that's coming, I don't know if it's coming in the next set of episodes or like a little bit later, but. Uh, we haven't seen the last of Caroline yet. We have not seen the last of her and I'm excited to see what drama she will bring next. This episode has been. Pemberley Podcast Approved. approved.